Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Did you just say sex? Oh, your uh, your you, AC just turned on. It's okay. It's hot in here. Uh, why did you say? So I say check your mic and you're like sex, well, sex, was, sex, sex. Well, because we had just said, I just said something about them having sex without me home. And they were like, you're like, check, check. And I was like, can that, does that sound like sex? Nope, it doesn't. It, it really does kind of doesn't. So you have house guests, Tom. Huh? I do. How's I have, that going for you? It's great. It's, I have two of my closest friends from Los Angeles are visiting for six weeks. Wow. Yeah, that's a so lot of togetherness. It's a lot. Um, I'm really excited about it, but it's, you know, it's, there's definitely like, I'm, we're all, I'm sure, adjusting. I mean, they live together in Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. they're used to having people around and I'm not. Um, but like, it's awesome having, you know, it's like awesome to like wake up and like cook breakfast and have somebody to talk to. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You know? Yeah. So fun, fun, fun. They're home making dinner for me right now. (laughs) Oh, I mean, look at that. You're like in a little family all of a sudden. And it's funny too, because I, um, um, we're like trying to hold each other accountable on like what we're eating and like trying to exercise and stuff. So it's like, I actually, I can't lie. There yeah, are bad there. behaviors are so much easier when you're single because yeah. you're like nobody's yeah, keeping like, me nobody's accountable. Watching. Yeah, so um, that's that's also a benefit. So interesting. Yeah. Well, we were going to talk about our weekend for our updates because we both actually had some interesting stories. I thought. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Since yours was actually Friday night, should we go in yeah, sequence? We'll go sequential <laughs> order. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I started. No, it was actually no, Saturday. Saturday. I can't even Sunday. keep up because we literally did so much on Memorial Day oh weekend. God, it's man. like Nashville opened up, and we're like, where can we go next? <laughs> oh well, before I get to like what I was doing, so my friends got here two days ago. Mm-hmm. And last night we went out to a writer's round. Lindsay played down at Whiskey Row, in fact. Oh, really? And we I, we took them, I took them there and they live in Los Angeles, which when, you know, it was slowly opening up when they left and um, oh God. they were like, Ugh. So you walk into Whiskey Row and there's like a million people. And they're both vaccinated, but like Brittany was just like, I mean, I would be lying if I said I wasn't freaking out a little bit. It caused like, pause for me the first time I walked in, yeah. for sure. It's just because it's so bizarre, especially after you've been living with a mask, a shield. I've been, like, I remember the first time I went, I had some jobs that week. I had three COVID tests that week. I'm vaccinated and I've had it. And I still was like, whoa, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, I, think, I mean, basically she was like, I'm not worried about getting it. It's just that like, I'm surprised that this is the state of the world. People in Nashville are so over it, and they're like, let's party. Yeah, and what I said to them, too, I was like, most people in Nashville are tourists, especially when you're down on Broadway. When you go downtown, yes. So it's not even really a reflection of, like, what's going on in Nashville as a whole. No, it's the touristy part of town. It's a very touristy part of town. It's like Bourbon Street. Um, But, yeah, so... On Saturday, it started on the rooftop of Whiskey Row, um, and we, you know we were just hanging with some friends, and it was like an afternoon drinks hang. And then someone, not me, someone else was like, "Let's go to the gay bar," and it was at this point it was like nine o'clock, somewhere around nine o'clock. 
and a few of us went and a few of us didn't. Uh, that was a shot. I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. Let me just explain something. We, our friend had us come to Whiskey Row at four. I actually showed up at 530. So I'm not making my story any better. But that was right. There's like that window of dinner time. Yeah. And I hadn't eaten. And so it was like, if I go to the gay bar without eating anything, I mean, I could have maybe ordered food at Whiskey Row, but I didn't. It was like not happening in the scene that we were in. It no. was packed. Well, it was funny because I didn't, it didn't feel like it was nine. You know what I mean? It did to me because my stomach was growling too. I probably hadn't eaten since like noon. And so I was like, me and a group of people were like, we're going to eat and then come to you. But that's the thing where when you're drinking and then you eat, you're like, okay, now I just want to go to bed. Now I want to go to bed. Yeah. And it was funny because when we got to the bar... I was immediately annoyed because it was a drag show and the dance floor wasn't open and I wasn't ready for, I wasn't prepared to not be able to do what I went there to do. Which was dance. We had also been dancing at Whiskey Row, so you were in the mood. And like, I'm not the biggest fan of drag queens. I don't have anything against them. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just like, but I will tell you the ones at the, 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 the bar is called play here in Nashville. And several of the drag queens um, from RuPaul's Drag Race come out of this. It's one of the best drag bars in the country. Yes, I've actually worked with one of them for a Jack White video. His name was Andrew, and he was on... um, His name was Princess. Yeah, Yeah. he's beautiful and so sweet. Yeah, But he used to work at play. Yeah. Before he... I think he won. I think he did win. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did win. And But like... The, the the screaming from the crowd you would have thought mm. Taylor Swift walked onto the stage. I mean, I mean, it, did it, she? Cra- no, no. <laughs> but um, you it's know, like they, were, they were like there were bachelorette groups. There was a whole group of dudes that were there that were like dressed as firemen. They were down from New York, like, uh-huh. and it was like, and, and once I like said check your, well, I didn't say check yourself. Mary Hilliard was like, you need to check yourself. Yeah, like you're coming you in real yourself. hot. Like, mm-hmm. but it was just like I was already drunk and I wanted what I wanted. You were and grouchy because you were also firing off texts to me, like because I was like, "There's a fifteen dollar cover." Because my plan was to come in and just basically appease <laughs> no, you what for you a said, minute. You said, we heard about the cover. I heard about the cover. I was like, my excuse to not go. I was like, ah, I don't. And I was like, your drinks were free tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I literally didn't pay like a dime all day, and I'm like, ooh, that fifteen dollars, fifteen bucks. But when you're but going I, in for like a minute, literally, it feels like freely $15. Well, you know, the thing is, too, is like it wasn't even my idea. You know, like I would have had more license if I was like, hey, you guys, I'm rounding everyone up to like we're yeah. doing this. And everyone was doing if I had gone in thinking everyone was going there for me. But like that wasn't even the case. You were so annoyed. With so us, though. And so it ended up being four of us were there. Mm-hmm. One was a straight couple. Mm-hmm. One was a straight woman. And the other one was me. And eventually so we got there at like 9 15 and i was like let's go dance and i went that's to, early for the game i know bar. and it was there was a sign on the dance floor door that said dance floor doesn't open till 10 uh, so we were like let's just get a drink at first i came in hot i was like this sucks blah 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 and she i was told to calm down good for her <laughs> and but then by like 9 45 she was like when does that dance floor open again mm-hmm. so um it ended up being really fun. Like the second it opened, it was like the floodgates. We go running in, we danced a bunch, and then the couple left, and it was just me and Shelly. And we were having a good time. And I looked at her and I was like, Shelly, sweetheart, like, don't feel like you have to stay here with me. Like, did you really sweetheart her? I mean, I think I've I, never heard you say that in I my said, life. It kind um, of caused me. I mean, what, what, honey, honey. that's my new thing, honey. Um, I no, I didn't say that to her. I, but I basically was like, "Don't like you don't have to babysit me. Like if you don't want to stay, like you're of course welcome to stay all night. But you know, I'm gonna stay for a little bit. Yeah. And um, and I think that sort of put me in because a, I'm not the biggest. I'm not at home at gay bars, which I so I don't want to say I don't like them because of course there's a place in the world for them. I love the refuge mm-hmm. that they like provide. Like everyone should have a place that they go that they well, feel safe. Well, you spent the last two weeks going to them, and you literally have been on a tear. Yeah, like, like I'm trying needs to warm to up, have a place, yeah. and you can let your, for lack of a better term, freak flag fly. Yeah, and I think like maybe some of me even talking about this is me trying to convince myself of like okay enjoy these places like you know so anyway like part of it i think part of my grouchy mood was like me being mad at my like and i don't i didn't realize this until the next day when i was sober and i woke up and i was like mad Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, why am I mad at my, like, nobody owes it to me to like come to the place that I feel like I need to be at. Like, so, and I think like the more I thought about it, I was just like, I was, I felt lonely and I didn't know how to process those feelings. I felt like the weird guy who was there by himself, even though I like did things that like surprised, like I like went up and like danced with strangers and like. Even if my friends were there, I wouldn't have done that. Right. You know, I would have, cause I would have focused on my, my circle. So it was like, in a way it was, I, sh- I should be thanking. Well, thanking you're welcome. You. Then, yeah, Chip. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, but next time Actually, you can buy me a drink. Okay. Fair. I'll pay the <laughs> you fucking $15. <laughs> um, I do think that is such an interesting idea and I love the self-reflection that actually ended up coming from that the fact that you were like I was actually lonely myself or you had mentioned to me that you kind of were beating yourself up for not having established a bigger gay community to where you felt comfortable doing this until your age now like you like you like I feel like I'm stayed in my friend group in this codependent way that's just like really relied on them and so you're not necessarily branching out which we all do right and so that's such a like interesting introspective point to help you i think now that you have the awareness grow out of it well and that's the thing is like i've always been more comfortable around women like most of my closest friends are women and you know like in the movies like every gay has their like group of women but like in reality it's not it doesn't make sense for like me to be at the gay bars with six women every weekend like Mm -hmm. i should have a group of gay friends that i can go and like have that camaraderie with because it is a very different dynamic. Totally. Like women do not make, take up, they don't make up for gay men. Like, right. It's, they're very different beings, but I have somehow convinced myself that like, it's, Oh, it's the same thing. You know, that's interesting. So huh. I, and so I think like, it's a challenge for me. I've got to go out and like, but I also love my group of friends. Like I don't, I'm, and I'm spread really thin as it is. Like, so the idea of having to go find like another group of friends, yeah, is like ugh, ex- exhausting. I always am like no new friends. I can't. Right, no new friends. I yeah. don't need that. I've got great friends. Yeah, but I do think it's good to open yourself up to new experiences. And it sounds like you eventually did, even yeah. that night. Yeah. And maybe you were resentful at first, but then you're like, wait, you kind of checked yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. like I got to re- like once I sobered up the next day, I was. I was mad, a little bit more mad at myself. And I'm like, why are you acting like a little dick? Yeah. Like, I, I even put up, like, I was like, and I was also pissed because there was stuff going on about this fucking crazy woman who owns a hat store in Nashville oh, that's gosh. being anti-Semitic. It was very And so wild. I was reading that stuff when I got home. So I was just, just mad at the world. Yeah, I was mad at the world. So you put up a story on Instagram with, like, <laughs> flipping off the camera. It was just a middle, a middle finger. And, and, like, so many people slid into my DMs being like, are you, hey, okay? are you okay? I mean, if you knew the amount of texts that I got, people <laughs> being like, is Chip really that upset with us? And I was like, if Chip's <laughs> upset with me because I wanted to go to bed, like, we're going to have to have a serious conversation. <laughs> uh, Uh, no it was just me being so emo you were so emo but i appreciated it because like actually sometimes i feel like you kind of like push your feelings down to the fact that you were just like super emo even if that was like the pendulum swung the other way i wonder if it's something had to be like i was also feeling like even though i was feeling alone and all these emotions i was also probably feeling brave yeah, so then I was you like, were like in this weird dichotomy. I don't of, need yeah, y'all. Right, like that, right. that faux, the <laughs> yeah. drunk, like confidence. Well, it was really a cry for help. Let's face yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> We all do it. I know we all do it. Like it got everyone's attention, right? <laughs> um, well, mine is actually sort of an interesting tangent off of this because it's a little bit of introspection on my part in a different dynamic. It's not about gay bars. But so on Sunday, which was the next day, this is why also I was going home because I knew we were going to go again the next day. <laughs> we and went hard this tired. weekend, you guys. Like, well, we've gone hard the last three weekends and I'm just like, like, I can't hang anymore because it takes me out like. Mondays have been brutal. Here. My Monday, I turned into the most domestic part. Like, I can't believe how productive I was on Monday. <laughs> Why do you have to brag about it? I don't it's know. Just it's like, like, I'm I shocked. I mean, I actually, this Monday was okay too, but like the last two Mondays, going back to work swing, and that's the other thing, right? Like, we're kind of out of work practice, but right. now we're like having, we're really having to get it together and like work. And so I'm like, oh my God, I can't party like I did during COVID <laughs> because. I mean, oh, this is actually harder than you got to show up. Yeah. yeah you got to show up at work and be present and do all the things again. And so life is just back. And so anyway, a Sunday, I mean, Saturday night, I'm like, yeah, mama's got to go to bed so that I can go on a boat tomorrow. So I did. And we got up and we went to, 
went on one, one of our friends' boats. Wow, I couldn't even. <laughs> we were a little. Uh, um, and there was like a group of boats with us, right? Like it was a lot of people. And um, what was so interesting for me was, you know, I'm 38. And I, this didn't have like, it wasn't like a bad connotation at first. But like there was, there's a couple of our friends who are just heterosexual guys who are in the same age group as me. And it's so interesting to watch guys my age dating. And like, I think this is probably like, you know, I can't say anything because my boyfriend's nine years older than me. Like, it's like sort of like you can't really, I'm sure there's like women his age who talk about me this way, but um, they invited a bunch of young girls. (laughs) How old do you think those girls were? I mean, honestly, I'm such a bad Okay, they were like max 25. Yeah. But so the night before when we were at Whiskey Road, the same group of guys also had a group of girls there. And it was one of the girls' birthdays. And I made sure to be like, oh, which birthday is it? Because I'm a bitch. (laughs) And um, (laughs) and she was like, 23. And I literally was like, oh, my God. This is who they're hooking up with. And I start to just find myself. Like when we're on the boat, I'm like looking at these girls. They have these hot bodies. They're like just living their best life. Like, I mean, they thought everything those guys did was hilarious. And I'm like, oh my God, idiots. You know, like it was just. <laughs> they're this, just trying to fuck you. They're li- Well, I'm talking about the guys were know, idiots. I mean, yes. Like- and like also, yes. And then I started getting really angry at the girls. And I start finding myself like these fucking bitches. I'm like talking to some of our friends and I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, this is so hard to watch. These bitches don't have, like, I just like, it was feeling myself getting angry at the girls for some reason. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of in the same vein of you like having this aha moment. I sat there for a second and we were just like cruising and I like had this moment. I'm like, wait, why are you mad at these girls? Like what did these girls do to you? Absolutely nothing. Like just be born like a few years later, just be born a lot of years (laughs) later. But like, I think also it was this weird realization. I'm like, oh my God, that is the role I used to play. Like it was such a weird and I'm sitting here getting pissed off because these girls are just showing up and like looking pretty, I guess, for guys. Well, I mean, the fact that you even like, were like, they had their perfect bodies and there was no uh-huh. cellulite. The fact that like you were tiny eat, little bathing suits. Yeah, like you were looking at those details and you probably missed... Like there may, I mean, the truth is I didn't really talk to them either. So it's like, right. Um, but they like could there have was, been dope. There was something happening inside of me. Right. They could have been totally great yeah. girls. Super smart. Cool. Like I totally judged them based off of the fact that they were like just wanting to go on this boat and listen, our friends are super cute. Like why wouldn't they want to go? They're like successful, cute guys. Like, well, and it's also like they they were invited <laughs> you exactly. know it's not like they were standing out on the street being like looking for young for hot successful boat. man with both <laughs> <laughs> right and so it was just so interesting i'm like i sat there and i'm like why is this really making me mad and i think it's like such an interesting thing when you are aging or like i i mean it's sort of maybe like the lady comment you know that women that i, I talked about a couple months ago now that some teenage girl called me lady and I was like, do what? (laughs) But I think I'm going through some sort of like, I don't want to call it like a midlife crisis, but maybe after like COVID happened and then like also this coming back into this, you know, world and realizing maybe like all of my old crutches or things that I used to use for validation, like don't really exist anymore. Like, or maybe they don't matter anymore. Well, I think that's true. It's like actually going to force me to get to my real self. Right. And the things that are more important in developing relationships and dynamics and like all of these things. But it's just interesting when all of your crutches that you're used to using go away. Like during COVID, I talked a lot about not realizing how much of my identity was packed into my job. And like, there went this TV show that I was on. There went all the celebrity clients that I went on because the music industry dis- that I work with because the music industry disappeared. And I did not know that would have hit me as hard as it fucking did. Right. But I'm, I remember feeling like, am I even worthy? Because I'm not like doing the things that I felt brought me value. And it was sort of that same deal when I watched these girls because it's like, that was what I used to be, right? The guys would like the older guys. I mean, when I was 24, I dated a guy 12 years older than me. So exactly this dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so interesting. Cause I'm like, Oh wow. 
it's like not them that I need but to be mad at. But what the irony is, is like you wouldn't want to be that at all First today. of all, I love our friends, but I'm also like, y'all are fucking children and stop talking to me. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, it's not like I want to date any of them either. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? And so it's like the dynamic in general is stupid to get upset about. But I think it's like this weird... It's a revelation. Gross thing to watch in my head. Yeah, yeah, but I did have this revelation of like, that's what that looked like. This is why when I first started doing makeup, the OGs who I was like starting to take their jobs were annoyed. Cause like, I've also had that happen where it's like now, you know, people's assistants, and I've done this with my assistant, like they're starting to take some of our old clients that we can't like do anymore. And so you have this weird thing. There's all these like young new blood coming in of this business and it's super competitive. And so you look at them and you're like, Oh wow. Like I was on set, um, for a client last week and there was this young 24 year old, I think like filling in for, um, the typical, the girl who does the styling for this client. And, um, and I, I literally watched her walk in and I was like, oh, here they, come, come. here they come. And why would I be fucking threatened? I've been with my clients for so many years. They're not going to ditch me because some young hot girl comes oh, in. Right. But like, it's just they interesting. They might try to sleep with that girl though. Sure, maybe. Yeah. But it's like, it's this interesting thing that starts to happen. And I think I just resonate with women. And it, it kind of made me have this feeling too though. Why do we attack the girls? Like, why aren't we sitting here making friends with the girls having the conversations like hey by the way make sure he's treating you right if blah 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 or if you're down to just have sex cool but like just so you know that's what these guys are doing like let me just like help you and talk to you and make you feel remember your worth you know and it's not just about that how good your ass looks in that bikini and by the way it looks fucking great at the, at the, at the end of the day they're like thanks lady they're literally they're like this crazy this really bitch. nice lady on the boat like <laughs> this really gave me some nice like really lady. weird advice and then told me i had a great ass and then you're like okay does she want to fuck me yeah, seriously like she was telling me to watch out for the men but then like patted me on my movie. ass that she called great <laughs> So Who do I call for therapy? <laughs> They're throwing me in jail, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, anyway. Kelly's not getting invited on boats anymore. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I'm fucking 38. It's not like I'm old, right? But it's just these weird programming things. And we'll talk a little bit more about that with the topic. But like these weird roles you can fall into. And I think especially as a woman, but I've hear you saying that too of like, Hey, I've been a little codependent. I've held myself back. Like it's all these things that we allow ourselves to not be genuinely seen. And that's so fascinating right. to me in general that we're just like operating from this dynamic. That's either comfortable or, and, and I will say to me, it was comfortable to know okay, I just need to dress a certain way and I'll get this attention or, you know, feel like confident in a certain room or whatever it is. And like, it's forcing me now to be like, no, I'm enough because I fucking woke up today. Right. And like who I am is enough in general. And I think as life goes on, we're all forced to kind of face that. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's funny because I, you know, it is obviously it's pride month. Which maybe we should. Oh my god, we that. should totally yeah. have talked about that. We'll I mean, we have a whole month, but like, it, I'm not gonna find it. This literally popped in my head. So sorry, Susan, that I'm not prepared. <laughs> but um, my friend posted something about Pride Month, and it was like, this is. It's not about being proud of being gay. Like that's not what this month is about. It's about being proud of who you are and existing in the world as your authentic self. I love and that. that's what we be, that's what we're celebrating God, this that's month. Beautiful. Yes. And that like it hit me. I think I took a screenshot. I'm we use my phone to record the video of this, so I can't look at it right now. But I took a screenshot of it because I was like, that's a really nice reminder because you know, for me who isn't like out of the gay bars and like flying the pride flag all the time, like sometimes during Pride Month, I get even more reserved mm. because like it never felt comfortable to me to be like, hey, hey, I'm gay, yay, you know, like, <laughs> just <rhymed>. but <laughs> I'm also a putt. Hey, but, hey, I'm gay, yay. But now I'm like, no, hey, yay, I'm me. Exactly. And that is, I like, it was like a game changer well, for it's me. It's such a bigger message, yeah. right? Because it doesn't have to be gay, straight, woman, man. And it's all encompassing to where nobody is better than another. Like, right. sometimes I feel like that. I, I hear what you're saying about you kind of like lean back during this like, 
pride month because I feel like that when it's like women's independence and all like you know we have the same kind of deals like the day of blah 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 I don't I can't even think of any right now I'll probably get hate mail about that (laughs) but but when it happens, you're sort of like, okay, guys, like, right. let's just like, can't we all just put ourselves on this even playing field? That's what we're asking for, right? And you do want to support each other and you do want to build yourself up, but it is about being your authentic self and accepting yourself for who you are right. and living in your Have truth. Have pride in Whatever yourself. Whatever that is. Exactly. Yeah, it has no idea, nothing to do with who you're actually sleeping with. And I think it's like a nice reminder too, like for straight straight allies or or whether it's men during women's month or caucasians during african-american month like it is like it's not about just focusing on someone who's other it's about like actually embracing them and seeing yourself in everybody because it's like when you are proud of who you are there's a little yeah. piece of you in everyone totally. you know so um you know that's sort of like how i want to approach this month so maybe we can we can that. touch on that a little bit next yeah. week or something yeah um we did just mention who you have sex with and so we were <laughs> speaking of being authentic speaking, to yourself yes. or inauthentic <laughs> or inauthentic let's talk about faking orgasms oh. so let's talk about how we even got to this topic um Wait, why did we get to this topic? I, don't, I mean, we've I, gone through a couple. Oh, oh, I was telling you. I remember now. So I did the, I did a podcast earlier this yes, week um, about good girl myths. Her, her name is Maho Malfino, Malfino. And she wrote this amazing book about how to break the good girl myths. And I think there's programming in everyone, right? Like, I don't think this is just specific to women. I think women are just talking about it a lot more right now as a part of this like feminist movement and really trying to find an equal playing field for ourselves in the world and um, breaking the good girl myths to me is super, a super big part of that. And so, you know, it's things like perfectionism or harmony or logic or all these things that we do and tell ourselves you have to be perfect for this relationship to work for this person to to love you to keep the peace. You have to always be happy to be like, keep the harmony to, um, make sure life is good and all of these things. And it really kind of stifles who you are as a woman. And also it's that same messaging of like, what you are is not enough. Um, you need to go do more right. to earn this love or earn whatever. And it's so old and it's been in most of us since childhood. And so it's hard to really break, but we were talking about it and I thought to myself, Oh my God, this totally ties into why so many women fake orgasms, I think. And there's a lot of the, there's a lot tied into that. But one of the things that I think, you and I started discussing was one, we don't know our bodies the way that men do because it has not been programmed into into us in my generation that that's okay. Like it's starting to be talked about and it's starting to be accepted that women masturbate or women want to have orgasms or any of these things. But before like now, as far as I know, at least maybe during the Woodstock days and when things were free and whatever, it was different. But there's a lot of programming in women to just show up and be there for a man to really enjoy sex and to be basically like a fucking hole in like a body, you know? And like, there's not a lot of pleasure in that for us. And also just kind of to be like, I don't know if it was like the expectation was put on women to be prudish, but it was kind of an expectation. Like, I mean, even in bridesmaids, when they're talking about like having kids, they're like, well, I hope you don't have boys because the sheets break, you know, they crack in half. They stand up on their own. It's like, oh yeah, you can like boy. Or, and there's always a stereotypical, like I walked in and caught my son jacking off or like the cum right. sock or like those things are like talked about regularly, but like no one was like, Ugh, I, I walked in and saw my daughter rubbing one out, you know, like, so just talking about the fact that it happens in like a colloquial way about boys does make it a little bit more like accepted in society. Boys will be boys, which I fucking hate on so many levels. But yeah, like I told you before we started recording, like when I was growing up and especially like in high school days or even in college, like my friends were all just kind of like, like we didn't even talk about it or it wasn't this like normal thing. Everyone was kind of like, oh, no, I don't do that. Or like kind of like I don't like that. Like I'd rather be with a guy or I'd rather have a partner, you know, whatever it was like 
Nobody seemed really that interested in doing that. And I honestly, if I really think back about it, I feel like it's because we didn't know how, which is wild to think about. But like, because no mother is teaching you. Nobody's teaching you. I mean, you can feel around for a minute, but it's like a little more complicated than a dude. And it's like, it's it's also internal where a guy like a boy is playing with his dick from the day he comes out of the womb, you know, like you're familiar with it. And one day you get aroused yeah and so, so then you're like and then i and remember then, like then you come and you're like wait a minute you're like what, what was, was that, that? Yeah. yeah like i re- i've actually heard a lot of dudes be like i didn't know what just what happened right yeah like it just felt good and then all of a sudden it was that i want to do it all the like, time yeah, yeah or addictive. then but you didn't even understand like yeah. what it so anyway it was just such an interesting thing and we started having these conversations about like why girls do that i think a lot of girls once you get older do it because it's just fucking easier to be like yeah this isn't gonna happen and you're like okay cool let's just like wrap well, this and up. like what high schoolers do you know that are like buying toys you know what i mean like well, do you think things are different nowadays because of porn do you feel that yeah i mean look porn's always been around but it's not in the capacity that it is yeah now, you had the to have accessibility. like wait till your family was in bed and throwing the vhs and the, you know or what like i mean you're buying like, magazines like it wasn't like easily accessible on your fucking yeah, smartphone yeah I mean, you can have it anywhere now totally and like that is another part of the problem to me though is like a lot of the heterosexual porn is so driven again for the male orgasm it's like if guys are watching this and they really think that those girls are having real orgasms like ugh, that's another part of the whole problem well i mean like the guys are faking a lot of them too. I mean, the, like, you, the okay. Comes, so you said this to me. So it's like, let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, well, n- well, I mean, in porn because it's a lot of it's acting. Like, if you really look at porn, like a lot of the even the noises that you're hearing is done in like posts. It's like done in posts. <laughs> like someone's watching it, being like, ugh, yeah, ugh. <laughs> like you're like, wait, I, that somebody just got smacked, and there was no, or the smack sound comes late. It's so annoying. It's dumb. But no, I mean, it's, I, well, in our conversations, when we started talking about the topic, I was like, I mean, men make it too. This is what I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I I understand how girls do it and like how a guy wouldn't know because there's a lot of things like with the girl. And I will say this, if there's any guys listening, you can basically Google, how do I know if my girl is faking it? And it'll tell you all the ways. And like, those are true. Like there is all of these things. PQs, baby. What's a PQ? Them pussy quivers. Oh my god! <laughs> I love when you act like you know a ton about vaginas and tits. It's like, <laughs> well, that's a Dax, PQs, Dax and Monica baby. thing. They call them PQs, but it, that is a thing. I told you about this, and like, you can even kind of fake. It. You were like, it's basically like Kegels, and I was like, no, it's really not. And I like did a video to I mean, I like demonstrate to see what it looks like. It. I'm like, no, it's like it's like uncontrollable, like whatever. Basically, the same as what it is for a guy. Totally. Like, but like, if you if you think that your girl is having one, when you think she's doing a Kegel squeeze? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Like, there are, I mean, for for guys, there is a difference between truly having an orgasm and coming. Okay, what do you mean? Tell me. Like I like you can just kind of get yourself to come, which is technically and physically an orgasm. Okay, but like. When you have a real orgasm, when you are aroused and it's like you're in mm-hmm. rhythm with your partner, mm-hmm. like it's the same thing where it takes over your body. Yeah. And like sometimes it like it hurts. It feels so good. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. but there's like times like is, when, when like I do when I think it happens a lot more times when like when you're masturbating and it's really mm-hmm. just about getting off and needing that release. You've always said it's not the same. It's not the same. But like when you're like in the thick of it and you have a, a, a an, an orgasm like it can be like your body tenses it's like a full body experience but what is it if you just kind of understand the difference it's i mean it still feels good it's just not like you, you can it's just like hmm. a one versus a ten on the okay scale, I, kinda, you know? I think i could get that um it's probably like you know it's a guy can in any sort of sexual situation come come to release you know mm-hmm. it's just gonna happen but I don't know that all of them are true orgasms either, you know, like, hmm. so I never thought about it that way. I actually, when I heard you say that guys fake orgasms too, thought about it in the capacity of like, how would they not, how would they fake coming? Yeah. But I guess if you were wearing a condom, you can throw it away pretty quickly. Or you could say like 
oh, I didn't. It wasn't a very big load. I jacked off earlier. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, because there's uh, there's obviously a difference. Like if if you've had sex, say you've had you had sex earlier, and then the woman you're with or the guy you're with wants to do it again, and you're like, Ugh, I'm really not into this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like so interesting like you, too. The tank is empty, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I guess I just always like what's beat into our heads about dudes is that y'all are always in the mood for sex, and right. I actually don't think that that's true either. Well, look, we all find ourselves in situations where we're like with somebody where we're like, we're not really that into the person. Oh yeah. And sometimes it's easier just to go ahead and like do the deed. Mm. But then when they're like, let's keep going, you're like, I'm tired. You're like, you <laughs> play possum. That's not that into you. We, used to, yeah. we have a friend who used to say she would play possum when she didn't want to hook up with somebody. <laughs> just lay there like she was asleep. Um, oh, well, there I was think... a very famous person. She did that too. Who rubbed his nipples. <laughs> oh man, we should really say who it is. Oh it's God. hilarious. Um, <laughs> why don't you give a bar from a song? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to pay publishing. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out from that. Shazam it. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple, two percent on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and one percent on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Anyway, I think that girls... Oh, I had a tangent, but then I got really stuck on the rubbing the nipples thing. <laughs> Shit. You had your nipples rubbed this weekend. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I literally forgot about that until you just said it. I just had a, a warm I, mean, I just got hot. She me kissed too. me on Did my you, face. She, oh, she kissed you on the lips. A we had a friend times. who had friends coming down. I totally fucking forgot about that. We're oh totally God. on a tangent right now, but we need to talk about it. Susan, I'm so sorry because this is very unprepared, but y'all need to know this story. So when we were at Whiskey Row... I, first of all, was standing there just having a conversation with Mary. I wasn't saying anything. Like, I mean, I was just like having a normal conversation, not doing anything weird. And this is um, one of our friends, boyfriend's friend was in town from Ohio. That's like a little long yeah. tangent too. But anyway. So she, she was a stranger to us. I've never met this girl. Yeah. So she walks up to me and Mary and she's and like. Wait, I'm going to say she's not a girl. This is a, this is oh, like a 40 some year old mother 100%. of two. She's Tiny there little with, lady. Yeah. I mean, she's, I mean, she's, she's all she's of five like feet four, tall. I don't even know if she's five feet. She had a leather yeah. backpack on. Yeah. I mean, she was like. She became in a hot. Living her best life. Her husband life. was there. Her so husband he was, was it all. there. She was super fun. Um, but yeah. Yeah, she walks over to me and Mary. Mary's like, I love this girl. She's so fun. She was like pounding tequila, I guess. And she literally asked me what I had on. And I go, oh, un- like, I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, under your jacket. Is that a bodysuit? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was, let me see it. So I like open my jacket to show her. And but she was like, do you have a, oh, we were talking about that I didn't wear a bra. I have like small boobs. I never wear a fucking bra, right? 
It's one of the perks of having small boobs. And so they're talking about how they can never do that. And she literally, before I know it, is like, she's like, looks at my body suit. And then before I know it, she is rubbing my nipples. Yes. And like, they got hard. Yeah. I was like, I oh my God. I her to come back to do it more. You're like, I liked that. <laughs> that was like a joke. But like, yes, it was just hilarious. I literally was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Rub my fucking nipples. <laughs> well, then she, then she came up, then she got me. She like back danced up on me, back danced up on me backed up her thing and like was like grinding on me mm. and then telling me how she she has to beg her husband to fuck her in the ass oh like she likes God. to be choked and fucked in the butt but she has to beg for it wow i was like you have to beg your husband to do that like most wow. guys are begging their husband but like it's probably because she comes in hot on him she comes you in know real hot i bet he's faked a few orgasms just to be I like wonder, simmer down i'm tired like, lady literally i'm not choking <laughs> you tonight babe honey she was so sweet i asked her i was like what is in your backpack an ipad and she was like fuck you <laughs> like she's going to school no actually her response was even better she has a lot of money and tampons <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> She's ready to take Nashville. I mean, it's kind Did of a smart kiss? way. If you got a bunch of cash in your bag, put oh. a bunch of tampons on it. Nobody's going to be like, I love that you I'm really check under these out. tampons. It's well, like a safe. No, like they literally they open and they're like, ew. Ew, gross. Tampons. <laughs> Wait, did she kiss you on the mouth? Yeah, she kissed me on the mouth several times. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, she was like a fun little party trick, though. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Anyway, well, we back to orgasms. <laughs> back to faking orgasms. I don't really know if we're even making our point here. I feel like we sort of came in hot with this topic. And do you think we did it? I wanted yeah. to know more about men faking it. Well, I mean, the, well, here's the thing. What I read, and and it was, I feel like a lot of these articles pulled from the same um, sources. But basically, in a study of men 18 to 29, um, 30% of men admitted to having faked orgasms mm. compared to women is around 67%. Right. Anywhere but do between you know that, 50 and 75%. So 60 and 70, I mean, I've definitely faked orgasms in my life. Like I don't make but a Some of that was probably because you didn't even know. Oh, I told you, like, yeah. I don't think I had my first orgasm until I was in my mid twenties. And so I didn't even really know what was going Like I was like, Oh, that felt good. <laughs> right. Yay. <laughs> um, that's what I was saying about like women not knowing their own bodies. Like if you don't know how to do it yourself, how the fuck are you going to tell someone else what they need to do to get you there? Like yeah. you don't even know how to do it. And it is like a little more complex, but then once you figure it out, it's really not. And like, you'll know what you need for your body. The interesting part about the statistic that you gave about women, like 60 to 75% say they have, um, 80 something percent. I think it was like 86 or 87% of men think that their partner never has. <laughs> That's funny. So that just goes to show you like, yeah, like maybe, I don't know. Nobody's doing anyone any favors by faking an orgasm. No, well, you know, what's funny though is, um, this article in glamour says, so obviously it's, they admitted to men admitted to faking it during all types of sex acts, but mostly when it's the penis and vagina, penis and anus. Like we would have to be somewhere. in something, or else a, no one would be confused, right? Unless you use the excuse of the chamber was empty, you know. I don't think it. it but if the someone, most common reason why they did it was to boost their partner's ego. Really? And yeah, and it says other motives. Um, were to be sexy to avoid upsetting their partners or because they were like on drugs or drunk. And an interesting part of the study says the study actually found that men who faked orgasms were happier with their relationships, both sexually and romantically. They also tended to fake orgasms to make their partners happy or to create the illusion of simultaneous orgasms. So it was really done with the best of intentions. The simultaneous orgasm is like such a bad idea for anybody. Cause the, like this is another thing in most of the articles that I read, like, um, it says to guys, if you're going, come for me, come for me, come on, come, come. Right. And screaming at a girl, like that's not, and then she does it. That means she's probably faking it. A hundred percent. Because like, and that is true. I mean, it can be hot. I will say like, if you're very in the moment and he says something like that, you're like, Ugh. like if you're right there already, but like someone yelling at you to come is not going to really make you get there. Yeah. It just Have you ever had a, a simultaneous orgasm? A couple times. Yes. It is pretty fucking magical. It is magical. mind blowing. Yeah. It is yeah. magical when it actually happens. Yeah. And there's, look, I think that like, the stars truly have to align. I do too. It's such a fluke. Yeah. It's such um, a fluke. But it, when it does happen, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that, but I just don't think it's very common. And so it's like, 
maybe just let go of that idea. And yeah. if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Awesome. But like, I mean, honestly, I think it would, the only chance of it happening is if you're not thinking about it happening. I think that's right. You have to be so in the moment. And the girl like, has to be so much further along. We right. talked about this. The guy, like, I feel like a guy can go so fast and a girl, it just takes longer. Yeah. So you got to foreplay. Yeah. You got to play with it. Mm-hmm. Play okay. with it. Yeah. That little muff thing. It's called a clit. Okay. <laughs> well, the whole thing. That I'm, little t- I'm talking muffin. about the whole apparatus. Oh my God. Again, <laughs> when Chef acts like he knows stuff about <laughs> vaginas. Remember that day I sent you that diagram? Of a vagina. Yeah. Like, I I'm like, like hey, I have know. one. <laughs> I don't know, know if you know this called. about me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know that all women do. Like, well, I'm aware. Thank you. Yeah. Share it on your socials. <laughs> Oh, my vagina anatomy? No. What? Just the picture that I sent. Okay. The diagram. I think people can look it up. Google it if you don't Google. know. I feel like we're just like totally fucking this topic I'm gonna up. I'm going to go fake an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> with myself. With yourself? <laughs> You're going to fake yourself out? Oh, my God. What if I did that? How would you do you that? Can't. You can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could. What would be enough. the point? It's stupid. You're like, I'm ah, just rambling. Ah, to yourself. This wine that you gave me. Uh-huh. It starts slow, it's like but it sneaky. kicks in. Yeah, okay, kicks so it's in. this. Um, it's like actually one of my favorites. I'm actually gonna do a giveaway on my Instagram. So if anyone wants to go try to apply for this, it's called Sunny with the Chains of Flowers. It is. There's no sugar in this wine. There's no sugar. It's less alcohol, but so you end up drinking more. Maybe like like you'll drink a bottle, but it's like. 85 calories per the whole bottle. This is not an ad, by the way. This is just like, I love this wine. And so I decided to do a giveaway because I always post about it and people ask me about it. It's out in Nashville everywhere right now. And so it's like, good. it's, it's good. It's really good. I'm not a white wine drinker and I actually like Yeah, this. I like Normally the Sauvignon because Blanc. it's so acidic to me, but this, this is, not, is not. It's not. It's not heavy. It goes down really easy, but it does catch you by the end because you think you're flowing and you're good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa. Now I'm talking about faking an orgasm with myself. With yourself. Like, Clearly. Uh, and and then also, like, we had all these bold points about this topic, and I'm like, did we hit any of them? Susan no, is I, literally going to come so hard. You know what, though? At us. Fuck that. Not, because I feel not like this is a great... We had this... This flowed really well. Oh, okay. I didn't check Drock Box once. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the days of you doing that are hopefully I over. I over. That was, that was like a real work moment that, like... Uh-huh. The problem with having my research in front of me on my computer... You're when a your text computer. pops up, I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. So... Nothing like that happened. The whole point of what our point was is that no one does anyone any justice by faking orgasms. So get to know your body and also be open with your partners. The problem is you're not that into the person that you are fucking communicate that and stop fucking them because it's not good for you or them. Or just say this isn't going to work for me. Yeah, I will say to you that with the times that I can clearly remember doing it, it was like a situations where I wasn't really, it was like a not you know newer relationship thing. I didn't really like think that this would go anywhere with the guy. And for me, if I don't have that connection, it's really hard for me to get there. And then if I have a connection, it actually like changes the whole game of every touch feels amazing. It's like right. so different how it right. works for women. I think sometimes it's a bit of a parachute. Like it's like, it's a way What's to a like parachute? wrap. It's like a way to wrap it up. You're like, oh, well, I came, let's yeah, go to you're sleep, like, you know? it, Especially if you know, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, or if you know, it's not going to like last with that person, you're kind of like, Oh, fuck it. I don't care. If you know, you're going to be in this relationship, you don't want to do it. Cause like, then you're fucked for the rest. Well, of- and I think it's fair to be like, Hey, Take, let's go to like, this isn't going to happen tonight and it has nothing to do with you. Like we will get there. Yeah. You know? Or give them some tips. Yeah. Give them some tips. Yeah. Like anyway. let them explore. But then the guy, the guys faking it really threw me. Cause I was like, dude, what? Well, you know, I think some of it is, is I think that happens most often when someone's been drinking too much. Oh, and then they're like whiskey dick. Yeah, it's whiskey dick or, yeah. Hmm. Or you're just not into that person and so your mind's in another place. But can't a guy just fuck anybody? Yeah, but it's not that like, there is like, no, not really. I mean, a lot more than a woman can just fuck anybody. A guy can, but like, there are definitely moments where you're like, ugh, it's not going to work. Yeah. So you try to get it over with as fast as possible. So you're like, like, ugh. Yeah, like you get, like you. <laughs> what would your faking sound sound like? Oh, I'm not do doing it. that. Do it. do it, do it, do it. I mean, do I don't know do that it. I even could. Do it. Yes, you can. No. When you're faking it with yourself later, what's it going to sound <laughs> like? <laughs> 
You know that uh, scene from when Harry met Sally and Meg Ryan is like could you, having that. Could you imagine having to do that in a room full of people while on camera? No, she's a great actress. She's like slapping the table and he's like in awe because she actually looks like she's doing it. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is right. This we have is, a lot of fucking practice. Yes. That's at, um, what's that uh, deli called? Um, Katz's Delicatessen in New York City. That's where they shot that scene. Thank you for, you know what, Chip? Mm. That just really. Makes me want some beef. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go to listener emails. Okay. This comes from Sarah, and she said, Hi, I save the shows to listen when I have a long drive, so this is two parts. One, the one about Chloe K. This is an old one. We talked about the mm-hmm. body image stuff, and she she went off, remember, on her Instagram about that picture she posted being not edited, and it was this whole body shaming discussion and she said i love this whole discussion one thing that stood out was chip said plus size model i know this is standard language but isn't that part of the issue we don't say super skinny or super tall models it's runway models or just model i know that chip didn't mean anything negative as the whole conversation was great and how do we start losing the plus in front of things that's a really interesting point i thought so too yeah i mean i think it's it's true in the same way that like we don't need the word actor and actress. They're both actors. Well, something that... You know, was- you wouldn't be like a drivess. It's a driver. A drivess? A drivess. You know, it's like... Yeah. It's a female actor is an actor. Yeah. So I do think like... Why isn't she just a model? Yeah. That is true. It doesn't necessarily have to matter what size she is. It's just- but I mean, look, there are brands like Lane Bryant... They, they are They are sizes. built for... Those clothes are designed for bigger women. So... I don't know. Like, like maybe it's just like, why do you need that descriptor though? Right. She's just a model. She, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. She's like actually model. this was an interesting point that children pointed out to me. And I, th- I found this so great that this younger generations were doing this. Cause it was part of my program that I didn't even know. And this is like the, um, white privilege kind of thing. But there was something I said one time that I was like, Oh, he's, you know, he's that super nice black man. And my boyfriend's little girl was like, why did you have to say he was black? And I was like, Oh my God. I, cause I, I was describing him as a certain way that I thought would give them, cause there wasn't very many black people in this group. I hate to say that, but that was the truth. And so I was like, Oh, they'll know when right. I say that. But like, that is a weird, I don't say that think, white man, that blah, right. blah, blah. Why I, well, is I that a descriptor? I think, I mean, you and I grew up in it. Your parents probably say it. My parents say it and it drives me crazy. Like, look, there are definitely, there are times when it is appropriate because you have to distinguish like who it was. But my mom but will sometimes tell a story. why is it more about like a characteristic of that person that's not like, when's the last time you said is. Well, okay. I'll like, this I don't is say a really crude people. example, but you're like. Um, four guys just walked into the bar and you're like, oh, there's my friend from across the way. Like it that's is, how I you could it. be like, well, the black guy's my friend. That's rather than being it. like the guy in the blue jeans and the cowboy boots. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there are some moments where it's like, I'm showing you exactly who it is. But my mom will be like, I was at the grocery store today and this black woman in line, you know, and it has literally nothing, nothing to do. To do. It's just a woman in line. And I'm like, mom, why did you, why do you have I to describe her? I still thought it was an interesting way? point though. Cause it's I'm a like, great point. I, I had never thought about that. And I just was like, Oh, that is such a valid yeah. point. Like I could have said, like you said, the guy in the cowboy boots with the blah, blah, blah. Like, right. We don't need to like point out, skin color to clarify which one we're talking about so same thing with the plus size model i feel like it's like okay fine yeah just say model yeah i I agree i think it's a really great point and i will take that to heart so and some other points that sarah made were susan is wrong love you for that i love the shows and how it's two friends talking it's so much more relatable with burps (laughs) oops (laughs) (laughs) checking emails and forgetting words it's a real conversation i love it three we need merch well, you know what? We got some designs this week. I didn't love week. them, though. I didn't love those mock-ups. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board on some of them. Yeah. They're super boring, and I want my people to be happy. Yeah. There's a couple that I liked. There's a couple, but on the whole, there was like three that I was like, nope, yeah. will not work. Yeah. Sledapalooza was one of them. I know. And that's like the one that I'm like, no, we're fucking nailing this. I think we just need like, yeah, that one needs some to be jazzed up a little bit. Jazzed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll go to one more email and then we got to go because you got to go. Uh, this is says uh, this is from Nikki. 
Her email is dimples. I'm not going to read the rest, but like, I like that the fact that her name is dimples. Okay. She sounds fun. You just made it sexual. Yeah. Dimples. (laughs) You faked By the way, I do that sound a lot and it gets Kelly. So that's why I did that sound. (laughs) He loves to fake it around me. Uh, Dear Kelly, I love listening to you and Chip. I laugh. I cry. I feel human again. I might just have to start pouring a glass of tequila while I listen and call it happy hour. Do it, girl. Dating post-COVID hasn't changed, but it probably should. At least in Nashville, it's worse. Plenty of guys are moving here, traveling here, but moving here and traveling here, but a lot of my friends noticed that they need to go out and so up. This kind of speaks to my update this week. Sow their wild oats per se and chase down a few bachelorette parties before they can commit. I went on a few dates via dating apps when they were things were starting to open up last summer. And I could not believe how many guys were complaining about the fact that they didn't get to go down and party on Broadway because of the shutdown. Ugh, really? I definitely have a timeline, so I threw in the towel and I went on a bunch of dates just because I wanted to see what was out there. I swear, every time I open up those darn dating apps, it turns into a marathon for about a month and a half, and then I decide I'm exhausted and stay home with my Netflix and hibernation. The poor girl at CBS last summer was like, what does this chick do that she is getting COVID tested all the time? Dating. That's what. Dating. (laughs) This is so interesting, though. And this is like such a different pressure that women and men feel. But it kind of ties into what my update was this week. The timeline thing, of course, we've talked about that a bunch or I've talked about that a bunch on this podcast. The pressure that women have in if you want to build a family or you want to have a kid, your timeline is very different. So I think we are forced to mature a lot quicker. And I will say she is not wrong about Nashville. There is people used to say to me, like it's starting to feel like a small LA. And unfortunately I think that is very prevalent amongst the dating scene of like these guys kind of like what I was saying yesterday. They're like, why would I settle down now? Like look at all these hotties. Yeah. There's people moving here constantly and there's all these hot girls and I don't know why there's not as many hot guys, but they're just, just not like, sorry dudes, but it's not like Uh, I wish I could find one. Yeah. Like literally the options for us are not that great. And so it's so interesting because it fully like ties into this whole point of like women have to grow up. Men just get to like go out and quote unquote. sow their wild oats, which of course you don't want to be with a guy who wants to do that anyway. But like, why are you still so immature in your thirties and in your forties? And like, when are you going to grow up if ever? But at the same time, give me the devil's advocate. If that's what you want to do, then fucking do it. I agree. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't be leading other people on to think that you are looking to settle down. Yeah. Just you need to be upfront and be like, Hey, I'm just looking to have some fucking fun. If you can, if you want to sign up for that, let's do it. And, and I also might be having fun with other people. Right. And look, there's, there's There's going to be plenty of girls who want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, like I'm all for people do it. Like you be you, but be honest about what you is. I agree with that. I think unfortunately a lot of girls are like, okay, well, I because mean, they've been be- told that you need to settle down and be a wife and have kids. Right. And like a lot of that is society thrusting upon him. And, but you know, I mean, also it's also a because a girl plot. who fucks a lot of people is called a slut totally. and a guy who does that is called like a, a pen. You know, it's like, He's put no, on a pedestal. No, it's just what guys do. It's just what guys That's do. That's what I hate. Boys will I be love boys. a woman who fucks a lot. You I do. I, I mean, yeah. Look, as long as she respects herself. Yeah. She's doing it because it's a choice. You know, I go for it, girl. But have respect for yourself. What if she fucks a lot in a relationship? How do you feel about that? <laughs> she better. <laughs> <laughs> then she's in a healthy relationship. <laughs> Okay, well, that's enough about us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I just needed to know you respect me. That's all. Lots Uh, of respect. Anyway. All right. Well, now that you got me wine drunk. And now I can take proper advantage of you. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 That was quick. Oh, geez. Uh, Little little, little did I know it didn't even last a minute. Oh, man. She's that good. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even actually touch him. (laughs) I just looked at him. Well, you guys, we're going to just keep living somewhere on the edge. And I hope that as you get into your weekend that you always remember to... Act casual. That wasn't exactly it. That's the closest I've ever gotten on one try. It was actually really professional. 
Was it? Yeah, you sound like a radio announcer. So good at faking it. Yeah. Oh, bye. Bye. Here all weekend. Bye. Uh, bye. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.